Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. David, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm so excited to talk about Sales Fusion with you. But before we talk about the book, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Well, I currently work with a nonprofit called Black Achievers, and there's just two of us with Black Achievers, so I wear every hat. But a big piece of what I do with Black Achievers is helping with fundraising, which kind of ties into my sales background. And you know, sales is something I've done for the last 20 years in a lot of different roles. Tell us a little bit more about Black Achievers. Tell us a little bit more about the organization. So Black Achievers is essentially a nonprofit that targets Black professionals to give them access to what I'll call social capital so that people can meet each other. Our philosophy is, you know, when people get together, good things happen. That's one. The other is some education, how to start a business, how to buy a business. And then if there's, I would say, investment opportunities that come up, we will share that with our members. And so you're in the Cincinnati area, correct? I am, yes. So is this a Cincinnati nonprofit? Is it nationwide or who does it all touch? It's a nationwide nonprofit, but that's headquartered in Cincinnati because we live here. So we love Cincinnati. So we started out here. We have about 5,000 members in Cincinnati, 30,000 members nationwide. And now we're expanding to different cities. So we've opened up chapters in Cleveland, Columbus, and then this week, Atlanta, just to give you some examples. Oh, how exciting. So that sounds like a busy job when there's two of you and you're jack of all trades. So what drove you to add author to your list of who you are and what you do? I guess like sales is a journey I went through for the last 20 years. So I'm an engineer by trade. I went to the University of Cincinnati. And when I got out of college, I did not want to work for a company. So I started my own business with a fellow computer engineer. And we developed some really nice web-based software. And we found very quickly that no one beat a path to our door. So we had great software and no customers. And it was very puzzling to us because, you know, if you don't know any better, you just think if you build it, it will come. And that typically is not what happens. So we had to either adapt, learn how to sell or get jobs. And we really did not want to go backwards in our mind. So we had to go through a whole sales learning process, which was pretty challenging. And that's one of the things that I cover in the book, in my chapter. It is interesting because I understand that being an HR professional who started her business and, you know, watching Field of Dreams and realizing that if I build it, they come doesn't actually exist. So it is extremely difficult to recognize that maybe there's a sales process that needs to come along. So tell us a little bit more about your chapter. You can do a quick summary. What would it say? And the word you use is really good, sales process. I think one of the things that people, and I was guilty of this, I did not realize is that sales is actually a skill that can be learned. Most people think, you know, you're born a salesperson or you're not. So if you're an extrovert, you should be a salesperson. If you're an introvert, do something else, right? So that's the impression. And then the other thing that I found is sales, even to this day, has a really bad reputation. So, you know, salespeople are typically, I don't want to say liars, but they're not very straightforward. You know, so the cliche would be the used car salesperson. So a lot of times people People just deny that they're salespeople. Like it's like I'm a business owner, yes, I consult, but I'm not a salesperson. I, I would never be a salesperson because it's just so negative. And I think if you're going to succeed as a business owner, you have to lean into the fact that you have to sell. You have to learn sales skills, and it's important that you learn those things so that you can do well. So that's a big piece of what my chapter covers is talking about. I guess demystifying.
find that cliche, like, you know, sales is bad. Salespeople are bad people. Again, I don't want to say bad people, but salespeople are, you know, not the best human in the world. And it's not true. Like a big point I made is everyone sells. I have a four-year-old kid and he's probably the best salesperson I know. Kids are really good salespeople. Your business owner, your salesperson. If you're married, you're selling your wife, you want to go to dinner or you're selling your husband, where should we go on vacation? It's basically a sales process. That's a lot of things that people don't get, or maybe they do from one perspective, but they don't realize they need that as a business owner or as someone who's thinking about going to a sales profession. Uh, this is the thing you can learn. It's a skill. There's steps to it. Like you said, it's a sales process that no matter what field you're in, you can basically break down sales to the same steps broadly. And of course, you know, devil's always in the details. Yeah, I think that there's this expectation. I don't want to say expectation, but we all had this vision of what a salesperson was. And especially if you grew up like in the 80s and 90s, and it always went to that used car salesman who, if you had cash, you could get a good deal or, you know, just the haggling and, and those pieces. And, and it's really interesting because I feel like as a profession has evolved so much to more of that customer focus, the listening, understanding what your audience wants, you know, growing up as a recruiter, we had this candidate pipeline, like funnel. And in the 2000s, the goal was to get as many people at the top of the funnel. And then you just kind of broke it down to people that actually you wanted to talk to. And at that point, I don't think it worked, but we thought it worked. When in essence, it's kind of like sales where you have to qualify that candidate up front. You want that ideal candidate first. And that's the only person you want to talk to. You don't want to talk to 50 people and realize only three of them meet your requirements. And I'm sure that's something sales has gone through as well is instead of just calling everyone or smile and dial, which, you know, I've heard multiple times and hope you get the right person on the phone. It's actually, no, let's find the right audience first, start to show that interest and build a relationship. And then there will be a sale or they will become a customer. I mean, that's perfect. The term sales funnel or just funnel is like I was saying, like if you're an HR trying to figure out how to get the best talent, if you're a consultant trying to figure out who you can help to improve their business or their taxes, all these are essentially sales processes just labeled into something different. And to your point, to me, the most important thing is qualification, like making sure you're talking to the right people. Like, you know, if you sell water, you should sell to someone who's thirsty. You shouldn't be selling to someone who has, you know, a gallon of water at home, right? Right? So you kind of know the bad perception of sales is the concept where someone says, oh, you're such a good salesperson, you can sell ice to Eskimo, but Eskimos don't need ice. So why are you selling something to someone who doesn't need it, right? That's a bad use of your skill if you're actually able to do that. You should sell stuff to people who need it, right? So that's another cliche and another thing that just sales just, you know, it's had this scummy feel to it. So people run away from it. I remember even when I started learning sales, my business card would say anything but salesperson. It was a VP, it would say every title, consultant, you know, there's such a ton of them but everything but the word salesperson because we just feel that it's not really a good profession it's something that people look down on and it's not if you do it the right way you get really good results you can turn your business around you can grow much faster than you imagine so uh, once i kind of leaned into it myself i started to get really good results just in a lot of different perspectives being my own business owner or working for people developing a sales team or even doing some sales training now we do that sometimes 
Yeah, I think it's giving the salesperson the training they need and then helping them use that training for listening, empathy, you know, being able to close the deal when it makes sense. All of that is so important. And it kind of ties to creating a book, right? So you want to have good content. You want to have the right author or authors in the book to be able to provide a service through reading that chapter to then be able to, you know, kind of sell that as, oh, if someone wants to buy, like absolutely you want to buy sales fusion. And so now that's part of your package of who you are, David. Where do you see that book helping you professionally with what you're doing with Black Achievers or just like in your profession as a whole? I think one of my sales strategies, and I think it's a good sales strategy for everyone, is to become a subject matter expert. So it doesn't seem like you're just hawking something, right? You actually are bringing value to the table. So to me, the book helps me on that journey to be a subject matter expert. So in this case, I've, I've been doing sales for 20 years and I feel I can help in different ways. And with a nonprofit, I am assisting with developing a sales process for grants, developing a sales process for sponsorship, you know, being able to look at things because in, in my mind, it's always a sales filter. But again, when you deep dive, it's always a little bit different in HR, nonprofit, selling cars, selling software, whatever the case may be. It's always when you go into the details, the funnel looks different. The qualification is different. But if you pull back a little bit, it's very similar. So this is helping me. This skill is something you can kind of transfer around and it's very beneficial to me in, in, in my current role. Wonderful. Now, are you a writer by heart? Like, do you just love to write or how was the writing journey for you? The writing journey was pretty interesting because I've never written a book. So I loved the infrastructure that was in place for us. So without that, I was not writing a book. I mean, it's just being honest. So being able to focus on one chapter was amazing. I've written articles. That's part of being a subject matter expert, writing articles, responding to things that you see. And I've actually written some sales manuals in my past lives. So I was able to kind of squish all that together and hopefully create an interesting chapter that someone would read through and get some value from. Do you have any advice that you would give to someone who is kind of like in the same journey as you? They're starting this writing process. Like what's one thing, maybe an aha moment you had or something that you're like, oh, if someone knew this beforehand, maybe it would make it easier for them. One is you are always selling, even if you don't think you are. So if you don't know you're selling and you are selling, then you're probably not doing a good job. That's just the reality. So that's one. It's like almost everything is a sales process. You just have to figure out how to do that. And then the other thing that was really important to me as an engineer is sales is a skill that can be learned. There's just universal principles in sales. So I would say it's probably 90% process that you can figure out and then 10% soft skills where, you know, listening and being empathic and all that. And I throw the percentage. I like to throw percentages in sometimes for lack of a better idea, but it's a combination. But at the end of the day, it's a fixed process that can be learned. Now, there's a lot of different ways to learn it. There's so many different processes, uh, which has actually told me it could be learned. So when I decided to look into how do I become a salesperson and I'm investigating and a Sandler program is the one I ended up picking, but it's Sandler program. There's selling the invisible. There's like a million different sales processes that you can pick. And I realized it's almost like weight loss. Like the reality is with weight loss, it doesn't matter which plan you pick as long as you stick with it. So with weight loss, if you do just calorie counting or you do Atkins, it's just a million of these things. I found it doesn't matter. Like if you do any weight loss program for two years, you're going to get in amazing shape, you know, no matter what program you pick. And that's what I found with sales. Like just pick a program that fits your personality. Everyone is different. So it takes a little bit of research and then do that. So I would say it's a skill that can be learned and it's not as intimidating as you would think and then finally use some type of crm 
tracking everything with a piece of paper or Excel is such a pain. It lets you lose focus of helping the customer, listening, figuring out how to give them good solutions, and you're more with all the day-to-day grind. So look for a nice CRM system that, again, it's a bunch of CRMs. doesn't matter which one you pick, as long as you pick one. I would agree with that. It's so nice. I've been forcing myself to use a CRM and you know it is definitely worth the force to get me through because it is nice to have one spot that I can put everything in and, and it's wonderful. So we use HubSpot, which is our go-to, but like you yes. said, thousands, thousands yes. of CRM yes. systems. It's crazy. Well, David, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. If our audience wanted to connect with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? LinkedIn is the best way. Just look me up, David A. Yoha on LinkedIn, and you'll find me. I connect with anyone who makes a request, so I'm easy. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure we put your LinkedIn profile in the notes, and we'll also put the Sales Fusion link once it comes out. So we're taping this before launch, which is on Friday, and it's Wednesday. So, David, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Well, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.